Cześć everyone, my name is Anita Wlikowska. And my name is Ania Siemiączko and we are your local foreigners. You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher and you can find us at uh, your local foreigners on Instagram. If you like this show, please share your love, subscribe, rate, review and share it with your friends. In this episode, we talk to you about Christmas and everything to do with Christmas in the UK. So we cover pantomime, Christmas puddings, Christmas dinners, Christmas adverts and songs. And we had so much fun recording this episode and I hope that you'll enjoy it too. Are you yeah. either in or I'm not for it? in the inn but not like crazy inn like mm-hmm. I don't live for Christmas I don't like wait the entire year just for Christmas but I love December uh, that is definitely the highlight of winter for me mm. uh, I love Christmas parties and just the general spirit of December and, and Christmas but I'm definitely not the one um, you know fervently shopping for Christmas things and just listening to Christmas songs on a loop for a month that's not me Mm, yeah and I'm not one of those people either and I like to like I, I kind of like to put like have the essence of Christmas that's why I don't like dragging it out so okay, you yes. know like Christmas shopping starts really early yeah. I remember I, I think everyone hates that though surely I don't think so I'm, I'm pretty sure yeah. there are people like yesterday I visited my friends and um I walked in and there was a Christmas tree on the table. <laughs> so, oh wow, that's early because we're recording that this in end of November, so it's not December yet yes. when we're recording this. Wow, okay, yeah, that's a bit, yeah. But so they are sharing flat sharing, so they said that they had to stop the girl who did it from you know putting up the Christmas decorations. They like waited till the at least the end of. November oh, to okay. let her do it so okay. already so there a, you can see the division so she's definitely one of the super in people yeah super in so I can imagine that I don't know but I'm guessing that she probably loves you know hearing Christmas songs in November and yeah. I mean I've worked with people like that and they were all lovely people but they were definitely very much into Christmas as a <laughs> thing and they lived for it and actually from November beginning of November onwards that's all they did was just to listen to Christmas songs and just uh, reliving the Christmas films and, you know, talk about the Christmas Christmas stuff. Because there's so many Christmas things that you can get involved with, right? So Exactly. Um, and this is precisely what we want to talk about today, the, the Christmas traditions and Christmas... Um, the different ways of spending Christmas because and I think this episode is might be particularly interesting for our British audience which I hope we have <laughs> because the thing is that when I was growing up in Poland my family celebrated Christmas every year with lots of different traditions but for many years I didn't realize that we had such strong culture around Christmas until I moved moved out That's and true. I moved to Britain yeah. and in my early 20s I first um, I, it was the first time that I spent Christmas with British family in Britain and I was like whoa yeah, I was going this to is so you. different yeah. How, right. how many Christmases have you spent here? Because I guess will be the experience of many of our foreign listeners that constant struggle between, and well, not struggle, but maybe just like hard time of kind of navigating going back home for Christmas and then having to spend Christmas in the UK mm. and experiencing that. Many maybe for the first time this winter or many who are listening who have already spent Christmas without their family and maybe mm-hmm. with partners, family or friends. Yeah. So how many times have you spent Christmas in the UK? Not many times, only a few because um, I would say if I was to guess, I would say maybe twice or three times, maybe more because wow, that's, when okay, I was... That's a lot out of 10. But it's... Um, <laughs> out of 10 years. So yeah, <laughs> I, uh, I would always try and spend at least part of Christmas at home. There was, I think, only one time, maybe twice, when I didn't spend Christmas at home at all. Right, okay. Um, but the rest of the time, I tried to divide it. So I would spend either the first part of Christmas here and then go to Poland or mm. the other way around. 
So I definitely um, had the had experienced Christmas a few times here in Britain, but it was either like around this like for me the key time is between like the twenty fourth and the twenty sixth, yeah, and then it's after Christmas. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, yeah, that's um, a dead zone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, like now you're just waiting for the last party and then <laughs> yeah, January. <death. laughs> exactly, yeah. uh, the doom. So, um, so a few times, okay. but in like in yeah, like in a different format. How about you? Only once. Only once. And I'm spending uh, Christmas uh, in the UK this year as well. Ah. So it's going to be my second time. Okay. So yeah, uh-huh. it was definitely like um, a unique, beautiful experience, but very different to mm-hmm. um, Christmas back home. Yeah. But I loved definitely. it. I did love it. Uh-huh. Like not that I didn't love. Well, I don't like Polish Christmas because I love Polish Christmas. But it was uh, yeah, British Christmas has this unique vibe to it that you kind of get involved with, and I don't know, it's really really fun and lovely in in its own unique way. But did you have the same feeling of like almost being surprised that spending Christmas in a different country is so different? And I know it's that now I say it, it sounds so naive. But the thing is that like when you sometimes when you're so close to something or to your own culture, yeah, until you have a different perspective on it, you don't really even realize that you had a culture. So it's that that's what it yes, was for that's me true. with Christmas. Yeah, that, okay, definitely. I yeah. thought for many years that like there's no specific Christmas traditions in Poland, and then when mm. I came here and I and I saw how the British. Uh, celebrate Christmas I was like oh my god you have such different way of thinking yeah. and you know going about Christmas Did yeah. you, do you do you have the same thing um I mean I kind of I guess I was always aware of how traditional we uh, our Christmases are but not in the kind of just just how many traditions we have uh-huh. but I kind of I, I guess I expected as many but different ones say in the UK but mm-hmm. it doesn't seem to be that many it's much more it's not really about navigating your way around um, different traditions and being faithful to uh-huh. them and being really um, detailed with those I think it's much mm-hmm. more relaxed and much more just um, fun it's less specific I think uh-huh. so Christmas dinner in the UK I don't know if that is that much different than any Sunday roast, uh-huh. like for example, I see. Like, and I, I would argue that it is. Okay. Yeah, for me, it was very. I can, I can see that there are similarities between the the Sunday roast and Christmas dinner <laughs> because you, you you eat a piece of roasted meat and then with some potatoes. You know, and yeah. So like in pudding. terms of the the food, yeah, it's similar. But for example, I mean. Christmas crackers. Yeah. Christmas crackers and the little crowns that you put on. I know. The you know, crowns. like the game. I introduced that to my Polish family now. Did you? Yeah. yeah, yeah. They went for it? it? Yeah, they loved it. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Okay, so you it's just so a fun little... But it's, it's not really like... It is tradition, but it's not like a serious tradition when you kind of... Oh, I don't know. Maybe because like Polish I Christmas is generally is. very serious. Uh-huh. Like everything serious in Poland. As in, you mean like it's like the traditions are very prescriptive. Like yeah. there is, there are, there are certain yeah. things that you must have. Or you must do. have. You must do them properly. Like mm. you can't mess about with putting hay on the ch- table, for example, or um, I don't know, like little cheeses as well. It's there as well. Cheeses? No cheeses. Like a figure of cheeses. Do you have a figure? Of oh cheeses! I think it's of cheeses. <laughs> Cheese. Who eats there we cheese? Go. <laughs> We're confused by our own accents. <laughs> oh, I love that. So no cheese. There's no cheese on the <laughs> on the There's Christmas tree. Jesus made of cheese. <laughs> Imagine like a little no. figurine of Jesus made out of no one in Poland would, would eat it. No one in Poland like, would eat it. But like, I think that would be beautiful. Like uh, amalgamate of the Polish religion and the British culture. Cheddar. That could be actually Jesus, <laughs> Jesus. made of cheddar. So if anyone, <laughs> like no offense business. to anybody who's Christian or Catholic in any way, uh-huh. but then Jesus figures are made of different things. So I still hear Sugar. Jesus. 
<laughs> we need to, I don't know, <laughs> help ourselves with um, um, pr- pronunciation help of uh, Jesus. Maybe we have to say <laughs> Jesus Christ <laughs> to kind of take take veer away from Jesus. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, yeah, back to crackers. Back to crackers. <laughs> we wandered into the... I think the crackers are very, um, like, very, like, strong Christmas tradition in Britain. Have yeah. you ever been to, have you ever been to, you must have been to many Christmas parties, right? In Britain. Um, and I think Christmas party, in a sense, is also Yeah, Christmas British, party is very right? British, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah it's, it's brilliant, such a brilliant tradition. Mm-hmm. Not many, but haven't we had, like, many, like, full-time jobs in terms of, like, proper <laughs> office jobs? <laughs> you can have a job. <laughs> Going, it's true please. That if you haven't got like a proper job, because it's also like um, it's, you're just excluded from any Christmas party. You are like say I'm freelancing right now, and yes, we will have some kind of office party, but it's more like an office party, right? And then um, I haven't got any problem with it. By the way, if anyone's listening, I I take any party. It's fun and fine, but like if you have a proper like office. Then you have a proper Christmas party. And mm-hmm. I only experienced that twice. Because that's how long I stayed in an office <laughs> job. I really hope that your, your boss is not going to be listening to this episode. I never stick around for long. Yeah. <laughs> I always leave before the Christmas party comes. Yeah, so another Christmas party and I'm out. No, I'm really not. I'm really not. Uh, um, so, yeah, but Christmas parties are the, um, the hit they're really fun and yeah and everyone loves them and everyone gets really drunk and has fun and but where are crackers is christmas parties because crackers are table tradition aren't they yeah but i i'm pretty sure okay christmas parties Mm. i i think i've only been to two as well maybe even one i think i've only been to one even though i have had a full-time job (laughs) You just got yourself out of those Christmas parties. Yeah, for many, many years. Wow. I I was like, no way, I'm not going to a Christmas party. Seriously, I just didn't I didn't understand the hype around <laughs> I know. But I I I have a very uh, specific take on parties in general, which I'm not gonna go into the detail okay, of that's now. another episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, but for for many years, I just didn't find that um, option appealing. So I always nice tried to said. mix myself out of the Christmas parties. It was why well, was not appealing about the Christmas party, like having to speak to many people at once. Mm-hmm. I don't and like drink I, free I, alcohol, but I don't drink that much okay, anymore. That's exactly. And like I always mm. get such bad hangovers that for me I al- I already think like when I go to a party, big party, and there's gonna be loads of booze, I'm already thinking of the next morning. Okay. I just don't don't deal well with alcohol. And especially no, too enough. much of alcohol. I guess Christmas party is not fun for anyone who doesn't drink. Let's be honest. Because it's uh, all about yeah. Christmas office parties are all about getting drunk for free. I guess <laughs> But to to that, mm. I wanted to add that the one Christmas party that I have been to was one of the best parties I have ever been to. <laughs> exactly. And I was like, shit, maybe I was totally wrong about this Christmas party malarkey because I enjoyed myself so much. Okay, I, I did get drunk a little well. bit and maybe I wasn't feeling that well the day after. It was worth it because it was still the best party of your life. Look at that. It was. But it was like a proper, it was a massive party. You so know, they like, had crackers. I and, I and this is what I'm trying to figure out now. And I think they might have had some crackers lying around. Maybe it wasn't like the, you know, like the official, okay, now all 500 people, please pull the cracker. <laughs> but I think there must have been an element of a cracker somewhere. I'm pretty sure that they were available. Element of cracker. <laughs> There's some, some crackers available. Yeah. But the, um, nice. I think that... Well, I love dancing. So I love the party because there was a proper dance floor. So I just... The Christmas songs. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Okay. I I'm just so checking off the Christmas things on that list. Of yeah. Christmas and it was, no, but it was so good because it was this, oh my God, I, I'm getting so passionate about this. But it was, 
definitely the best party I've ever been to. It, like the theme was. How dare this... you? I've invited you to so many of my parties. I'm just saying. Oh, actually, yeah, the, the way we did have, but they I mean, had <laughs> this like massive party, you know, okay. like a massive. Okay, event. I'm taking notes. I'll organize. <laughs> I'll top this one day. <laughs> um, and the theme was um, like uh, I think it was like a, a ski log. Mm. Log is that the. I'm not sure actually. Isn't log like a piece of wood? <laughs> Lodge. That's Lodge. The... <laughs> oh my god. I've done this before. Actually, this is really funny because you know the, the Christmas cake called Christmas Yule? No, I think it's like it... Christmas log. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Or like, well, like a swirly one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Swirls and the... yeah. Yeah. And we had Christmas. <laughs> we had Christmas cake sale once and I was taking I was like participating in getting it ready mm-hmm. <laughs> someone said to me can you please put the stickers like you know like little uh, labels on the cakes so okay. when people come they can see like you know this is the mince pies and this is something else right, right. so I I wrote Christmas Lodge <laughs> oh, that could everybody... be, it could be worse though I thought you would kind of say Christmas bog or something <laughs> You know, that'd be like, no, but be... apparently everybody was like, everybody was confused and they were, they were a little bit confused. They were like, but this is a Christmas log. But the same, but then um, I, I received feedback that people thought that it was intentional and it was like, you know, a clever take on Christmas log, but it's lodge mm-hmm. instead. You should have just gone and run with that. I know, but I couldn't. Like the pressure was too much. So I'm, I'm so, so particular about language, and whenever I make a mistake, I'm so embarrassed. So like the embarrassment took over, and I think Christmas Lodge might be the next thing now for Christmas, Christmas 2019. <laughs> kind of. I might as actually maybe bake myself a Christmas Lodge <laughs> just to celebrate this, so this never dies. Oh my god! Yeah. On the cake though, yeah, because uh, you um, touched <clears throat> upon a few there. Mm-hmm. Uh, bizarre little creations that we get confused <gasps> by as foreigners. Oh my god! Christmas pudding and Christmas right. mince pies. Mince pies, right? Okay, okay. local hate thing. What was what was the first? What was the first thing that you thought of when you heard the term uh, mince pies? Meat. Obviously. Me too. But you know why what? is it mince? <laughs> I've got a funny story. <laughs> okay, oh, it's a very foreign story. <laughs> When I was working in the cinema and we were selling mince pies and I knew what they were, but then I still get confused because mm. I don't even care about them. They're awful. Sorry, everyone. Oh, no, I'm in the same team. Ah, a bizarre little thing. Just, <laughs> I don't know why everyone kind of has them just because they're there and you're supposed to have them, but I don't know if anyone even finishes them. Anyway, there was uh, we were selling mince pies, but also we were selling pies, like traditional British pies. Uh-huh. Like meaty pies, pork pies, I guess, right? Mm-hmm. So like mince pies <laughs> yeah. with mince, right? <laughs> exactly. Just why we, yeah, very. So I mean, naming things in Britain is another conversation because yeah. so many things just don't make any sense. But so this girl ordered mince pie, and in my head, I just saw a pork pie, and I was like, "This is it." <laughs> so I gave her the pork pie, and she looked really confused, but I was so confident. <laughs> Right, that it's the mince pie. She was going to a film as well, so like once she was in, she was stuck with that pie for oh, two wow. hours. Right, I think she ordered in like the some, dark, yeah, thinking she, that she's about to she had dessert <laughs> with her mold white, <laughs> honestly. Uh, and then, but she came back just like a second after she ordered and just asked me if I was sure that this is a mince pie. <laughs> and I looked her in the eye and said, I'm absolutely sure this is a mince oh my pie. God. And it really wasn't. And then you realized after she left, and I felt pretty bad because I don't think pork pie goes so well with mulled wine. But, but then maybe it does. Maybe she enjoyed it. Or maybe she was a vegetarian and I really ruined her evening. So. But like, the, I must imagine that she was. Because men's pies are quite small, and yeah. pies with meat inside are quite large yeah that was my top foreign moment i think <laughs> one of the <laughs> she must have been like this is the largest mince pie i've ever seen in my life <laughs> i know oh, yeah poor so girl funny. so what yeah. about christmas pudding 
Oh, are that's you, even are you worse. A fan? No, no, definitely not. That is just. I just I Do you really know how hate... it's made? Is it just like dried fruit? Mm. No, it's I don't not. Know if I want to tell you. <laughs> oh wow! No, I want to know. <laughs> or maybe no. like there's more of our listeners that don't know, like me after ten years and. No, I guess it it is mostly dried fruit with some alcohol mm-hmm. in it. Okay. But the the thing that just. That they spoiled it for me totally was when um, it was in good faith. The, the story was told in, in a good faith and with good intentions. But um, my my friend's mum told me that she, when she used to make the Christmas pudding, she would like start making it a month before Christmas. I mean, mm, okay. <laughs> if you do something for like if you brew something for a month. Okay, fair enough. It contains alcohol. But to me, just like the image of mold <laughs> just appeared in my head. And I was like, so like this is like this fermented kind of like semi-moldy thing that you then, you know, like you boil it as well. Like boiled, mm. fr- dried, yeah. infused yeah. alcohol fruit. I mean, and then you that... set it on fire in the end and you pour cream over it. Yeah. Oh, you wow. do. Okay, yeah. I, don't, I, I saw that. Jamie Oliver doing it. Yeah. Wow. So uh, I'm guessing that this is just one way of, of making it because Jamie it took Jamie Oliver a four minute video to make his mince but uh, sorry, Christmas pudding. <laughs> so you can either take a month or four minutes. Right. Um but just that story, you know like when it's it kind of sounds like it tastes like. Like it's, it's, you know, it sounds like it will, you know, it tastes, it sounds horrible and tastes horrible. I mean, I, expectations is n- are not high when you hear that story. No, exactly. I quite liked Christmas pudding before I heard that story. Yeah. So it's just, mm, it's, it's one a of psychological trick. Psycho- yeah. It's like, you know, there's so many disgusting like, foods that are delicious until you find out how they are made or what they are made of. Mm. And then you're like, oh... Mm, that was unnecessary. Yeah, okay. No, I mean that doesn't hasn't changed anything for me because I just never. You never. I could never get through more than two spoons. It's of... very rich, isn't it? And <laughs> obviously, for you, it's not very palatable <laughs> in the first place, right? So yeah, mm. no. Yeah. So the two of them are just, which is a shame because it's like top, um, uh, very British snacks and i do applaud them and i think they should you know may they live long and continue mm. on british tables but it's something that just i'm yeah. not gonna participate in yeah not to my taste either yeah. what did you enjoy participating in uh, during christmas uh chocolate and drinking ah. <laughs> <laughs> and actually just that kind of really chilled vibe that i lack Mm-hmm. Well, in my home, but I think generally because in my head, Christmas is very serious, um, and you know, <laughs> built. It's connected with to the church. It's connected to very traditional, a very maybe very kind of specific set of traditions of very specific dishes that have to be done in a certain way, mm-hmm. uh, served at a certain time, etc., uh, etc. Et so there's a lot of things to that. Mm-hmm. And it's lovely in its own way. But I love that, say, on Christmas Eve, we were all went to the pub and drank all evening and sung mm-hmm. Christmas songs and not Christmas songs. And the pub was filled with people and there was that joy in the air. Mm-hmm. That authentic happiness. It was such a great vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was my first Christmas Eve in Britain. And I loved it so much. And I had that kind of almost like dissonance of, should I be doing this? Because there's a, like a you know, small town Polish person always hiding inside me, <laughs> thinking, wow, this is just so different. Like I should be, you know, not even drinking because you don't, I don't know if <clears throat> Polish people drink in a non-religious homes on Christmas <clears throat> Eve because everyone drinks on Christmas Day, but no one drinks on Christmas Eve, at least in my family, no one d- does. Seriously? But what about the, the Christmas, Christmas Eve um, mass? At midnight. Oh yeah. Pasterka. Pasterka. Yeah. But yeah, but in my family, no one ever drank, so everyone's like, oh, oh okay. Yeah, but people do like, turn up people drunk. Get, like people get pissed to church <laughs> for you know like Christmas. Yeah, it's so ironic. That, it's but, so yeah. funny. Yeah, like I'm also. I think I've been maybe once to 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 that. 
but yeah i think chris i think alcohol is um present <laughs> and like really christmasy alcohol as well so mm-hmm. that's when you can have like baileys, baileys and that's your thing yeah. and that's very british and that's mm. i used to love it now i think it's too sweet but i think i i do like mm-hmm. support baileys like i'm gonna <laughs> support, support it i fully endorse <laughs> foreign endorsement of baileys <laughs> port that's another christmasy drink Mm, is mm. it? Oh, I don't know. I think oh, maybe, so. maybe. Mm. No, it's like maybe sweet that. and heavier, and mulled wine and mulled oh, wine in, in yeah. the UK, uh-huh. and then mulled beer and wine in Poland. But also, there's mulled cider in yes. the UK as well. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, that's lovely. I really mm. like that about <sighs> Christmas here. Oh, and I totally so nice. agree with um, what you said earlier about that friendly atmosphere and like connecting with i feel like christmas in the uk is not so much it's okay it's very much about family family coming together um and reconnecting but it's also it it extends to your neighbors your friends and Mm. other people and i really love that i i was really impressed when i found out that and I'm not sure whether this is uh, common across the UK, mm. or maybe it was just particular to that family. Um, but my um, my ex, so I'm saying hello by the way. <laughs> my ex used to uh, go out with his friends on the I think the twenty. Oh, because they have days like messed up here, <laughs> not messed up, but like, like <laughs> it's different, right? Like is Christmas here starts on twenty fifth, right? That's the most important. Yes. That's the Christmas yeah, day. Yeah. yeah. So I think either the day before or the day after Christmas, I don't know. One of the days in Christmas was for friends, so they would meet up with uh, yes, that's true. with friends, go to pub, and they would always have like Christmas dinner during Christmas, but that was dedicated to friends. And yeah. I thought this is such a lovely tradition, like not closing yourself yeah, just inside family. your family. Yeah. But just extend the love. And like like you said, yeah. when you go to a pub, you... I also, uh, I think only once I went out with my, um, again, my ex's family to a pub during Christmas. Mm. And I, I'm actually not a big fan of pubs. <gasps> oh, oh you, my... I, you know, you. I was just about to say <gasps> how... I, Literally, I was just about to say how pubs are just one of the most wonderful things in oh, the UK. No. Like number one, absolute institution, no. and how it's nice to go to the. P- no, it's it's. I don't like it. I, it's one of. The- you might get kicked out of this country for this. I know. Now it's on tape. Bye bye, British citizenship. <laughs> um, just not a fan. Sorry. I I wow. get it. I, I get it. In I feel like, I feel like personally hurt. So I feel like our British listeners might be in shock right now if you're in I'm shock in right shock. now <laughs> take a deep breath she's a nice person I am <laughs> like, I I'm need to like, like her oh, but it, like, this is a big weight off my shoulders I'm glad I finally finally said it wow like seven ep- oh my god like seven you... episodes in or eight <laughs> can't remember where we are oh, yes. yeah that's mm. no I'm glad you've you've shared this information with us because now I feel like <laughs> collectively me and our listeners can process that and mm-hmm. move on yes uh, truth is always better i tell mm. you yeah so okay. we we share this i'm not a fan of pubs however i did enjoy going to christmas dinner to that pub then so and it was because of that atmosphere of yeah everybody was so like jolly and yeah a little bit tipsy but not you know too too tipsy it was lovely mm. i really like that i think it's something that um other cultures could potentially adopt in their Christmases. Being, yeah. It's fantastic to uh, connect with your family during Christmas. Yeah. But I think it's even better to connect with more people. Yeah, I think Britain kind of does, does two, combines those two things really well. Whereas I would describe Polish Christmas as lovely and cozy mm-hmm. and, you know, family-based. And these are all really positive things. I feel like British... Christmas is that plus it's also fun mm-hmm. yeah. like it has all the elements of loveliness and coziness and being with family and being with friends which is a major thing as well and that's something personally I would love to incorporate into my traditions personal traditions later in life mm-hmm. but it's also really fun 
And I think that fun element is kind of missing from Polish Christmas. Like, it's nice. It's yeah. Gr- yeah, super nice. Really struggling to find words for them. <laughs> nice and lovely. Uh, but it's not so fun. I, I, I now get what you mean. Now that we've talked about it a little bit more, I think I would agree with you that Polish Christmas is just, just a little bit... Uh, like serious and yeah, yeah like just a bit like prescriptive yeah uptight a little another thing that uh, on on the topic of fun <laughs> that i love about christmas in britain is board games on like ah. and playing games during christmas that's, a, that's <gasps> a proper thing isn't it yeah have you done that with your with your oh, yeah. family oh, yeah. yeah it's such a brilliant idea to mm. introduce a bit more fun Everybody is laughing unless there are some competitive people like my dad. <laughs> and he's not just, laughing. Yeah. He just wants to win. <laughs> he just wants to win. Um, and it's yeah, just you don't even need to talk because that's another thing about that's the, the end of you... Christmas. Not to talk to your family. <laughs> if you can well, go get I... through it without talking to your family. You must. You've you must admit. Succeeded. Sometimes it's difficult, isn't it? Oh, hundred percent. Right. No, so... I, I'm not like mocking it. I find it funny, but I think it's <laughs> absolutely true. And whatever gets you through it, guys, use it. Yeah, and board games is just a fantastic way of doing that. I introduced board games to my family. No, it wasn't even board games. It was games. So I, I just came up with a few games. Like, like the best one was. Picking up a piece of cotton pad with your nose. So you put a bit of um, Vaseline. Is that what you call it? Vaseline? Uh-huh. The, I think so. Yeah. Like yeah. the lip balm, basically. Yeah. On your nose. And then you you pick up a piece of cotton pad and with your nose, tip uh-huh. of your nose, and you try to transfer it to the next bowl. And the person who transfers the biggest amount of cotton pads to their next bowl using their nose wins. Is there a shortage of board games in the uh, east of Poland that we don't know about? I have no. Sh- I seriously, I have in my <laughs> home because there's no culture of playing board games. There is one board game, uh, Monopoly, which is like a, a Polish version of Monopoly as well. Mm. There's like I don't know, Huta and airplanes and I don't know there's like okay, a weird version right. of Monopoly so there's no no board game so I had to come up I mean with that is really admirable and I think that sounds creativity eh? yeah mm-hmm. that sounds good I'm gonna try the cotton game please the, the, everyone I, I I encourage you to try this game it's hilarious like it's absolutely hilarious I was I was bursting I could not <laughs> my belly was hurting so much like when you see your dad with a, co- a cotton pad attached to his nose, like trying to, you know, get it off and try oh, to do yeah, it as quickly yeah, as course. possible as well. So is it how many cotton pads do you get across? Across, yeah. In, this, in, in how long? You've got like, You've a, got like a minute. You've got a minute, ah, and okay. then how many cotton pads will you transfer from the first bowl to the other? Right. Like, and like the cotton pads just stick to everything, you know, like that's covered with vaseline. It's yeah. so much fun. Oh. So that was okay. The point. Sorry, I've diverted. Thank. Like, let's get back to Christmas. So I introduced uh, a set of different games. Um, it was just after Christmas. I think it was actually New Year's Eve that we played it. It was the best New Year's Eve that I had with my family. Oh. Thanks to playing cotton games pads. together and cotton pants and Vaseline. I found, I've just thought about a Christmas version of that. <laughs> and we could utilize mince pies because they're too, <laughs> just, well, I have to eat. You could stick your nose in a mince pie uh-huh. and just transfer mince pie onto a jar and whoever gets using the highest nose. using your nose. Yes. And That's a good the one. The biggest amount of meat, mince pies in a jar win. Uh-huh. Then you don't have mm. to eat them. <laughs> I still utilize them. Yeah, who destroys the, the biggest amount of mince pies? Yeah. With them. Or like nose. throw something in a Christmas pudding, like a bowl. And uh, whoever. Or smash Christmas pudding <laughs> on <laughs> your <laughs> least <laughs> favorite family's <laughs> member's face. Uh, yeah. <laughs> By the way, this chair is so. Like, if you hear this sound, this is the chair I'm sitting on. It's a very stylish chair, though. Yeah, uncomfortable though. Oh, it's such I'm a sorry. impractical <laughs> I wish I was sitting where you're sitting, but no, you, you may get so late. No. <laughs> yeah, so I, I love Christmas. 
in Britain. Yeah, I'm me too. I'm a big fan. Mm. And then Christmas songs. Christmas songs. What's your favorite Christmas song? Mm. Oh, I, I'm not very good with titles. Um, <clears throat> what was the song that we <laughs> we actually? Um, so yeah, it's it's end of November. We're recording this, and um, today we had first day of Christmas. Yes, because before Anya came, I put on Christmas playlist, and it was the one song. I think coming home for Christmas. Okay, yeah, Chris, that's a good one. Chris Ria. Yeah. Chris Ria. And there is yes. one song, it's actually quite sad. It's, um, and by the way, like, I don't know whether this is British or American or, but uh, I listened to it when I was spending Christmas when I was a child in the Czech Republic. And for some reason, like, we went uh, mm. sl- sledge, like, you know, when you go down on the hill on the sledge. 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 Sliding, sledge, 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 sledging, sledging. Maybe let's go with sledging. Sledging. If we if we coming up, if this is a new word, we basically mean like skis on your bum. Yeah, like a little sledge. I think it is a sledge. Sledge. Mm -hmm. Uh, But you go sledging, like you have skis and you go skiing. I have no idea. I would go with. It would make sense. If it's not sledging, it does not make sense. (laughs) I'll tell you now. (laughs) It must be sledging. So we went sledging. Let's keep keep with it, yeah. <laughs> and we recorded it when we were going there in the car, and uh-huh. because of because we recorded it and we've got it on camera, and that oh, song was on. That's so special. Yeah. So like, what's the song? Always coming home. Coming. No. Coming, it's, um, coming home for Christmas. <laughs> it's a different song. It's it is a Christmas song, but it's like when you listen to the words, it's. I remember it being quite sad, but I have very happy association with it because of that moment, because it was a beautiful moment. It's like um, something about angel, maybe. <laughs> oh, God. I don't know. And the devil. <laughs> Not very uh, Christmassy. No, it sounds but serious and dramatic. <laughs> yeah. What's yours? Mm, well, my favorite Christmas song is the one you hate the most. Oh, that I one covered today. Oh, I was hoping that you would change your mind. <laughs> you, I will never change my mind. It's just absolutely <laughs> shocking. So we were listening to the Christmas songs today, <laughs> and the Pogues come on, and then I need to go. I need to skip the songs. I hate the song so much. Which I'd never known before. <laughs> so my reaction is, this is my favorite Christmas song. Don't you dare turn it off. Um, so that's my favorite song. And also, because it's just, there's so many memories um, that I have with that song. And What's the name of this song? Fairy Tale of New York. Fairy Tale of New York. How is that even a Christmas song? Is it about anything oh to do with Christmas? Yes. Because okay. if you listen to the I lyrics, didn't even bother listening to heart wrenching. They just oh. beautiful, super romantic in that Irish gutsy, gutsy feel. Yes, that 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 okay. does not now, sound romantic I, to me at all. You do like not, the way they sing. You have do you not heard des- them sing. You do not deserve to have this conversation. Do you know why? Because you haven't read the lyrics <laughs> okay. or listened to the lyrics. So yeah, fine. if you listen to the lyrics. Mm-hmm. Then we can debate the meaning okay. of the song because it's actually a beautiful, beautiful song, in terms of like big Christmas romance and big okay. love and maybe um, semantically it is romantic. It just doesn't sound like the way they sing. It's just like I don't know. It opens up some weird. Yes, yeah, raw oh. and beautiful. Okay, it's not it's just Irish romance, polished Irish and... version of romance. I am not participating in this mocking of my favorite Christmas song. Yeah, I'm probably making enemies for myself now. So maybe let's I mean, out. you really don't like the pub, so oh. I'll be very careful what you say in today uh, for the rest of this episode. And oh, I'm like minus hundred points. Yeah, the big time now. And the David Bowie big. I'm gonna just be googling this because I want it, to. Actually? Bing Crosby. I don't think we have the rights to play it on the. Oh, is it like <laughs> seriously? Is it like that? Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, I think that would be. Could you some, someone who knows if he's a yeah, about producing? Um, <laughs> a little drummer boy piece on earth by and it's a lovely little video and ah. David Bowie just comes in, like knocks on the door and Bing Crosby lets him in, and they go to the piano and they start singing together and if you well, well that you, sounds Christmassy yes yeah Number and it's and like in that. <laughs> So sorry. <laughs> this is actually the first time that I've seen you a little bit pissed off. <laughs> we will take it outside after this, but um, yes. 
<laughs> but on first glance, it is. And as also, I think Little Drummer Boy is a an old English s- Christmas song, mm-hmm. hymn song, like a mm-hmm. traditional one. So I think it's kind of the reinvention of that song. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's why it feels even more Christmassy because it's an actual Christmas traditional song, mm-hmm. just sung by Bing Crosby and David Bowie. Aha, uh-huh, okay. Yeah, but it's just absolutely beautiful, and obviously David Bowie is my just favorite person mm-hmm. to have ever lived. So oh. you know, that's special. So those two songs are my definitely my top two. But there's mm-hmm. so many, so many more, and yeah, and Christmas records, or even things that mm-hmm. I would listen to during Christmas or around that time. Any mm-hmm. music say that makes you, um, you know, the winter makes you listen to. Christmas. That's not like that's not Mariah Carey or anything like oh wham. Oh, you're asking me a question. Mm-hmm. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was <laughs> I was listening, but I just I missed the question mark. Um, I like listening to jazz. Like I don't like jazz normally, mm. but during Christmas, I think that's another kind of British thing to turn to jazz for the Christmas months. Christmas months. <laughs> yeah, because there's so many of them. <laughs> <laughs> the Christmas period, I, I was a weeks. I was meant to say. Yeah. Uh, so jazz, like, um, yeah, those jazzy vibes, and um, I don't know. Um, who is this guy? Uh, he's always like, you know, like very mellow, romantic songs. Um, a little bit so many. There's only no. It will come to me. Uh, I. I, I, yeah, I've forgotten his name now. But I really like his songs. See, like I, I, I genuinely. Sorry, like I put you this. on the spot I just... then. I shouldn't because do you know why I put you on the spot? Because I already had the because answer. Because you had the answer. Okay, <laughs> let me ask the question. So what are? <laughs> no, I'm, and it's not really fair because yeah, it's one of those things okay, when you it? really think you have to really kind of think about it uh-huh. to to kind of you know to dig deeper into your memories of Christmas and stuff that you listen to um i mean loads but bands like say beach house i only pretty much listen to uh, in winter grizzly bear basically that kind of americana howling sort of guitar sound because mm. it's just that slow and mellow and cozy mm-hmm. and also it's, it's memories as well so um like say beach house i remember listening to beach house um 10 years ago in Beach Car- House yes I mean you make me doubt it now <laughs> but no I'm just thinking Beach House <laughs> how Christmas when I no, imagine the beach, beach House, house as in Beach the, House um, I imagine the beach like a beach okay do you, you imagine, beach you imagine house music you imagine wrong <laughs> It's not nothing to do with beach or house <laughs> music. It's, it's called uh, Beach House. <laughs> oh my god! Is it a band or is Actually, it? If I Google you this, even it Google it. It's pool. a swimming pool. Um, but How is it Christmas? <laughs> beach House. You. Okay, because I didn't. <laughs> that's, that's what she's okay. just googled. I've just googled that because I wanted to find a song that is one of my favorite songs in the winter time, <laughs> oh. which is called "We Used to Be" by Beach House, which has nothing to do with the pool. Goodness, this is but hard this, work. No, this, Beach house, but a band. A, oh, that's a band. I was, I was thinking of the genre, like the house oh, music. Oh no, 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 no. Um, like yeah. tropical house. Okay, Beach. if that's your thing during winter, Beach House <laughs> is, is not. Okay. okay, Beach House is a band uh-huh. that I listen to in winter. It's not genre of music. <laughs> they have nothing to do with the <laughs> beach or house genre. Are you really confused? <laughs> So anyway, back to my <laughs> cozy wintry memory, far away from By any the beach. Pool. <laughs> I'm just gonna close pool. this tab. Okay, now not, not to distract you with summer. Uh, we talked yeah. about summer. We talked about summer. It's long gone now. It's not coming back yeah. soon. Um, um, <laughs> no, sitting like at home and then listening to like sad howling Americana music. That's sad know. howling. Yeah, that's what you want to listen to in okay. winter, like sad, nostalgic, like you know, slow guitars. Same with um, a grizzly bear. That's a more wintry title. You're more happy with that. What, yes, right. That's is that a band? Or yes, is that a song. Yeah, okay, a band. grizzly bear. Yeah. Okay. So that's very wintry sounding already. 
I'm actually oh. gonna Google Christmas songs to, to oh. find out who my Christmas okay. song favorites are. Because oh, like, right. have you really <laughs> thought about this? <laughs> um, Subjan Stevens, my ultimate Christmas treat, and he's got a winter album. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah, I know this guy. Yeah, and then mm. you know his Illinois. <laughs> I think I listen to Illinois every. I start listening to Illinois in December, and I stop in January. That's my December album. Oh. And it's just got that, uh-huh. that jingles, you know, that chamber sound, and uh, just very like delicate sound, and you kind of almost. It's the sound that makes you bury yourself in a blanket with a nice mm. hot chocolate, and that's mm. just slow music. I mean, when someone plays tropical house music in winter, <laughs> I think that's just. That's <laughs> it's like, I don't know. It's almost like a dissonance, <clears throat> you know. That's like tearing me apart slightly because I'm just kind of think like this music makes me want to be somewhere where I'm not and yeah. be and feel something that I'm not feeling. <laughs> Because all I, I am is just cozy and you know quiet and gentle and yeah and I know. and and actually I know that I've been I have been taking the mic in the last few minutes but I do um, I do think it's admirable and very good to like prime yourself for winter and for the slower months and for Christmas mm. and have that you know slow transition into that period which is very different from. The summer and you know the energy is very different and we, we talked about it even about uh, before we recorded this podcast that it's 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 a good time to slow down and reflect and yeah priming definitely. yourself for that with music is a is a good way yeah so we found any christmas songs that you were googling just now um there's many and like michael buble are you kidding me right now Oh God! Hey, okay, you why did I ask? You to tropical just... house. <laughs> why did I ask that question? <laughs> I like him. You don't like him? No. Well, because too commercial, or why? What's not to like about Michael Bublé? He's just too like nice. Obvious. Well, what's not like nice, nice about being nice? No. You're nice. No, I'm. I'm not nice. Don't call <laughs> me nice, so nice ever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm insulting. <laughs> um. Okay, yeah. Okay, no, I, I, I'm not gonna. Late. Do you know what? Actually, I should not be saying. He's fine. That's my final answer. He's okay. He's okay. He's not my. But are you saying this just because you don't want to hurt me? <laughs> <laughs> or you, you've actually oh, everyone about else. I <laughs> know, <laughs> uh, but to be honest, though, because I think I have this conversation with um, my boyfriend, and I think he actually didn't mind Michael Bublé. I don't want to say anything more because I don't exactly remember what his stance is. So I don't want to just now uh-huh, make okay. it public because I haven't confirmed this with him. <laughs> um, and then I was kind of just being like, man, commercial Christmas songs, man. Yeah. But at the same time, I don't think I actually ever listened to anything mm-hmm. properly. So I should not be that person and judge Michael Bublé mm. just by my image, you know, my image of Michael Bublé in the media. Maybe. The songs are perfectly lovely, and then he's a lovely guy, and that's that's why I'm well, I'm t- retracting from my usual, you know, yeah, jump like, to conclusion self. When I listen to his songs, I don't necessarily focus on Michael Bublé, just on the song. So maybe <laughs> I would suggest some, <laughs> some, you know, separation between the author and the. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he's a lovely guy. I mean, why? <laughs> I have no reason to think otherwise. I have like literally, I do not know anything about him. I know who he mm. is, so at least I know he's not a tropical house music. You know, no, that's um. But I, I do think that a lot of Christmas music is it is like it's simple. But yeah, it's supposed to be that. Yeah, yeah, yeah just like, like put you in a good mood and yeah, yeah, yeah. you know don't There's think too much about that. it. Yes. Yeah, so Absolutely. for me, that's my couple days. He allows me to do that. Cool. Something, there's one thing about Christmas in Britain that I totally, totally don't understand. Mm-hmm. And that's Christmas panto. <laughs> <laughs> and the other day I was even trying to explain it to someone. And I, I think I failed. <laughs> I think it's such a weird concept that, like, unless you've seen it, and unless you've lived in Britain for a bit, it's... It's out of this world. 
Yes. That's you, the have thing. you ever seen a Christmas panto? Well, yes, but only recently. So I have actually. Um, well, this um, panto was something I knew nothing about for about seven years living in the UK. Mm-hmm. I had no experience of it, no understanding, zero idea okay. of such a thing, right? Mm-hmm. And then I meet Jimmy. Yeah. And then his entire family has been doing panto for the last 20 years. God. <laughs> I'm so, holding onto my chair right now. <laughs> so so I suddenly enter a panto family. So you then mean, like they do it they they on stage because they're all ev- actors. They act of course. Yeah, so they his family have Thank been acting. <laughs> Hi everyone. Oh. <laughs> um so they've been doing that for um I think about 20 years um with the local um drama group. Um, and it's be big, big, big part of their lives. So I suddenly enter when they, you know, rehearse and it's like rehearsing for six months or something, and, and then putting on a show in January. Because some Christmas panthers I know run through Christmas, but some are just after Christmas, mm-hmm. and theirs is after Christmas. So I suddenly got to see my first ever panto, which was unique. live, live, live. Yeah, yeah. yeah, okay, unique, and I had no idea what to expect, and um. Everything was kind of explained to me as and I expect this and expect that and this is like mm-hmm. a fun little tradition. I was just kind of just sitting there going, oh, okay, yeah, okay, we all <laughs> say this now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I don't think I had any like um, extreme opinions about it. As in, I knew nothing about it. It was not part of my life as a foreigner in the UK. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's com- something that completely passed me by. None of my friends were into it. Um, my ex's family was not into it either. There was, yeah, I knew nothing about it whatsoever. Uh, and then it entered my life, and I've been three times now to see Panto wow. Life, and it's just something that I kind of go along and participate in. And I don't know. I never really. I don't think. Yeah. You I don't have this kind of like. I mean, it's what confusing. What's going on? But also, like, we have stuff like Yaselka. No? Is Yaselka? We have like Christmas. But it's more like but Christmas isn't plays. It's not reenactment of what happened during Christmas according to oh, Bible. Yeah, maybe. And it's also Which... like little Christmas plays, right? So it's not yeah. exactly so, so abstract of. And I mean, like, if you try and, like, if you, if you look at. You haven't seen it. And you try to understand what Panto is. So you read about Panto. Mm. It's bizarre. Like, the, I don't find any other better word to describe it. Because it's... Yeah. So it's a... It's kind of like a musical, but without the fourth wall. So the audience is involved. Yeah. And, like, the shouting of, he's behind you. Oh, oh there you go. There. You know your bits. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. And the fact that there's, like, this gender dropping. So, like, the the main character is normally female but played yeah, by a lots male. of rules yeah. and then there's the there is all normally a also a big or i think a dame who's yeah. played by a male yeah well done the, um, and then the principal boy a principal right I, I, all these names just floating around in uh well my family now um but i don't really know i like, i always forget like who's who and what they do so but i kind I, of just go along and watch it but i, I don't actually know like what, like what is dame or who's dame or what they're supposed to do? Like it's something that passes me by. But at the end of the day, it's also just like reenactment of a very popular story, like a Cinderella, or yeah. like um, what is that? Peter Pan, or you know, like other other Disney movie. Yes, that's true. But it's also placed in this like Christmas, uh, I don't know, period. Like, it just does not now make actually, sense. The, the way you so what's the de- point? explain it, because you're not explaining it, but the way you describe it. <laughs> like, you know, like, when you think about the, think, okay, yeah, of the rules weird. behind it. And it's like, I just find it totally funny, you know? Like, I, I know, I'm, yeah. again, I'm just taking the piss. Because, like, when you, when you think of what actually goes on, it's like, okay, let's take this very famous play and just make it very confusing, complicated, add some rules... So it can qualify as a panto and played only around Christmas. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I found when I first found out about it, I was just I was just thinking, 
I must be missing a point. Like there must be something more to it. <laughs> yeah. Because if it's if it is what I'm seeing it as, yeah, it's what is the point of it? That's actually you, you make some really you make a really strong case there. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, and that does make a little sense. And I've only watched one, and I gave up. I I, I couldn't take it. <sighs> it's it's not my type of humor. It's not my type of theater. And it was also a panto that was it was amateur panto recorded um by like my friends that did at high school right. or something okay. so that was my only like real experience with panto but after that i thought no i'm not i ain't gonna spend my money on <laughs> going to a live panto show <laughs> but you know what i think it's part of it is just uh, like we will never get it completely i think we kind of i think it's part of that foreign experience of yes we can participate and yes we can kind of get the gist of it and tag along I think it's something so deeply ingrained in your childhood memories. I think for all the adults that still go to Panto and do it, it's the memories of their childhood and uh-huh. um, participating as kids and mm. you know, and that communal experience <clears throat> of communities coming together, either putting it on together or just going to see them. Mm-hmm. So if you enter that world at the age of 20-something, you're not going to get it. Like, <laughs> no. you're a lost case. You can tag along, clap along and shout he's behind you but it's never gonna be have that magic to it i guess that that's what mm-hmm. it thrives on it thrives on memories and community coming together and and otherwise it's just going to be the like a fun weird show, show. that is just um happens every christmas but um yeah i'm kind of with you on the the there's nothing yeah when you kind of dissect it especially from a foreign perspective it's like mm-hmm you've got nothing <laughs> you've got like <laughs> I do not know what how to yeah. and the fact is called it. panto like that's a pantomime and pantomime my understanding of pantomime is like when there's no words someone spoken. just maybe someone just got really drunk centuries <laughs> ago in England and fucked all the names up I'm sorry maybe I don't know with minspies and pantomime because you're spot on pantomime is the mime right it the miming like, yeah who knows? I yeah. mean, there's I so think, many things that we'll just never understand, right? Yeah, I, I find it <laughs> utterly funny. And now that you say that um, Jimmy's family, your boyfriend's family, are so into it, I think I'm going to have a conversation with him and maybe just oh, educate yeah. myself a bit more. Maybe we should have an episode of like someone like him explaining Panto to us foreigners. And mint spice. And the cookie pudding. <laughs> and <laughs> everything. <laughs> but not chocolate pubs and, well... Perhaps, actually no scrap that mm-hmm. pubs are not controversial you're controversial <laughs> pubs are not controversial that's a great Christmas thing yeah. but Christmas pub you actually you were part of that and you yeah. enjoyed it so yeah, you're, you're in the Christmas pub spirit yeah I just stay away from pubs the, for the rest Christmas. of the year okay that's fair I think yeah. that's the best time to be in a pub anyway yeah. Christmas I think we can wrap up right yeah slowly wow. uh, uh, Christmas ramblings yeah we've like just to summarize i would like to say that um even though we've laughed at at, at so many things and traditions related to christmas in britain um you do have a lot of traditions i think that that's the the point to take away for the british audience that there are so many christmas traditions that you might not even realize until you've seen it through someone else's perspective and i think it's it's great to know that mm. and i really like the way that christmas is celebrated in britain yeah. with all the all its quirkiness and even the christmas panto i mean like this is what makes it's it charming, british it? Yes. right i love it as well absolutely yeah. big fan so i'm really looking forward to it and i am hoping we are hoping that you're wherever you are whether you're spending your christmas here in britain or whether you've gone to to see your family or maybe you're not spending a christmas with your with your family i hope that you're having a wonderful time and that you will get that christmasy feeling inside you because at the end of the day this is what it's all about it's about feeling the christmas inside Mm. and we've we are so um so grateful that you've chosen to share this time with us and hear us out again our christmas ramblings and that you've been you've been part of our journey this far this year 
and we have a lot more coming for the next year and we've got some really exciting plans mm, that we plans, will yes yeah that we will reveal soon and thank you so much and have from the bottom of my heart and mm, from the like middle middle of mine <laughs> no, I'm whether, reaching to the bottom of Anetchka's heart whether too. you're listening to Michael Bublé or tropical house music <laughs> may it be a joy we love a joyful you anyway time uh, spent with your beloved ones your family and friends and us listening to the podcast as well yeah whether you're cleaning for to to have a beautiful house before christmas or whether you're cooking with your family maybe you're making friends. christmas pudding as you're listening to this maybe mm. or you're watching christmas adverts or you're volunteering i don't know maybe you're helping orangutans some some i hope you that's what i generally <laughs> hope you're doing right now when you listen to this podcast <laughs> please adopt orangutan <laughs> for us and have a blast and <laughs> have a blast have, have fun with it have, have a blast have, a, have lovely Christmas parties and lovely lovely Christmas yeah, and, and we'll uh, see you in 2020 we will yes yeah it's going to be a wonderful year and we're looking forward to sharing it with you Definitely. thank you so much lots thank of you. love happy Christmas and see, see you, you in 2020 <laughs> <Speak>. <laughs> bye